If you've been looking for the number one podcast that features both Brad and David talking, you have found it right Right here. Welcome to Brad and David Talking, brought to you by Horrible Haikus, everyone's favorite offensive poetry game, available at HorribleHaikusGame.com. Get 15% off today with code HORRIBLE15. Well, it's another exciting episode of Brad and David Talking. We've got a bowl full of topics here that have been submitted. And um, Brad, are you going to do the honors today and select a discussion topic? Oh, I am. I'm very excited. Oh, yeah, get on in there. Good, good little. Yeah, that's some good. Oh, I got a double. I got a double. You got a double. Oh, they are stuck together. together. Interesting. Okay. Ooh, dogs or cats? Dogs or cats? Well, that's a good question. You know, I think that is a very. I'm a little afraid of that topic because I think it's quite divisive. I think that sometimes when people are really dog or cat people, they are really dog or cat people. Oh, yeah. It's definitely you have one of those like team dog and team cat. Like they're not animal people. They don't love like, hey, you're tiny, furry, cute. You can't live on your own. Live with me. They don't care. They just want one or the other. It's whatever I have had is the most important thing. And look, I don't have a dog in this fight, but cats are awful. So I, I, I like dogs. I like dogs. Mm-hmm. I think they w- should wear shoes. But they should wear shoes. I like dogs. I like cats too. I'm okay with cats. You know, I heard a thing once where uh, like dogs view people as people and they understand that relationship and cats view people as big stupid cats. <laughs> just, I love that. Which it's like, yeah, that, that explains a lot. But you know, that's the thing is, so they're saying they perceive them as an equal. Cats perceive humans as equal. No, they, they perceive humans as less lesser than. Oh, they're lesser than. Whereas like, you know, dogs and people, we kind of like, hey, dog, from the origins of humans and dogs working together, like, hey, that dog can help us humans. And he was like, you know what? We could we could help that dog. And it's like, everybody wins. Everybody this, wins. This sounds like some big canine dogma. Look, big canine, uh, there's a lot of backing behind it. Um, but for good reason. Because, uh, you know, it is man's best friend. And for good reason. It's true. I mean, I, like I said, I like dogs and I like cats. It's not even an equal. I just like them both. They're fuzzy little faces. You know, they're great. Um, especially the little puppies and kittens. They're great little... Uh, you know, heartwarming videos and photos and whatnot. All those little little animals. They're great. Yes. Well, I, full disclosure, I've been a lifelong dog owner. So I, I love dogs, but I will say um, I'm allergic to cats. And uh, oh. I'm not particularly fond of them. But I did save a cat's life one time. Interesting. Yeah. I, uh, Go on. I took my foot off its head and pulled it out of the toilet. and Oh, that's terrible. And the cat lived. That is awful. You know, you know, it makes sense when you say you're allergic, though. So, like, you are, you are almost retaliating because they threaten your existence. You see them as the enemy, is what it sounds like. They are an enemy to my my senses. Yes. Well, they could kill you, right? No, I mean, I don't. I, I don't have it that How bad. How allergies work? They, uh, I, I basically, my eyes get really itchy. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the worst part. And then uh, sometimes I'll get a little sneezy. A little dopey, a little sneezy, happy, dopey, grumpy, sneezy, bashful doc. I'm just like all of the, the dwarfs. You become a bunch of dwarfs. Yeah. Uh, and you... Also, that's concerning that I knew all those. Well, you have 
children. Do you yeah. watch those? Are no. they good? No. Are they in only one movie? How many movies are they in? I don't know. I didn't follow their careers. Mm. I'll have to look into this. So you don't like cats, obviously. I don't. Uh, I don't dislike them. I just uh, there are certain things that prevent me from enjoying them. That makes sense. Now, what about a hairless cat? Have you ever been around a hairless no, cat? No, but that I'd actually I'd love to be around a hairless cat. Oh yeah, yeah. They're they're kind of weird. I just think they're kind of cool. They're actually not so bad. I've been around them before. They're just they kind of their skin gets a little like I don't know how else to say. It's not oily. It's like moistish. Ooh. It's kind of weird because there's no hair there. You know what I mean? So it's not like it's like dry. I may retract my previous. It's kind of weird. It's not slimy. I don't know how to say. It. It's just there. There's like a moisture, like a like a, a cat wet gym sock moisture. No, it's like a cat moisture on the skin. Look, I haven't been around a hairless cat in a long time. I might be completely wrong on this. I'm not a cat, you know, doctor of any kind or scientist. Um, now here's the other question. So you mm-hmm. have never been around a hairless cat. You would like to. Have you ever lived with any cats or nearby? Yeah, actually, cats? Um, I had uh, <laughs> my boss when I first moved to Los Angeles. He bought a mancoon for his family. That's a cool cat. Yeah, they're big. Mm-hmm. And um, and he was like, uh, I can't have this cat anymore. He's like, Can you take it? And I was like, I'm allergic to cats. And Sarah convinced me, like, oh, we could try. So we brought this mancoon home. So it was mancoon with my dog, with Juno. And Juno was pissed, like, not happy with the situation at all. And, uh, yeah, that, that situation didn't last very long. Because it was like, I couldn't see. I was just, like, stumbling around the apartment, like, running into everything because I can't see. And I'm sneezing all the time. Yeah. So I had a cat, and, uh, and that's the one I pulled my head, my foot off its head, and... Yeah. Well, I appreciate you at least trying. Yeah, I tried. That, that is something. You know, I have lived with uh, two cats. They were brothers, I believe. Uh, Batman and Jason Priestley were their names. Oh, yeah. They were very rambunctious. Hmm. Uh, they would run around the apartment, do like circles. What, like what's the equivalent of like spinners, for, but for cats? Like dogs, you know, do spinners, right? Yeah, but when dogs do it, it's like charming. When cats do it, it's like worrisome. Is it charming? I th- yeah, dogs spin around. You're like, oh, they just got the zoomies. They want to play. And a cat does it, and you're like, shit, what's going to happen? It freaks me out. Like it re- Either way, I think it freaks me out. Just like they seem out of control. I'm like, what's wrong? Did you eat some coffee beans or something? Like, is something, do we need to take you to the cat doctor? You know, um, what's going down? What's up? I, I don't know, but I, I do remember both of those cats. They were good cats. You know, so Batman and Jason Priestley got it rambunctious. Occasionally they'd like jump off me, like off my legs or my head, shoulders, whatever, because they're like running so around. So are they like pushing off with their claws? Like, yes. are you feeling that? Like, yes. Ooh. They would cut me sometimes. Yeah. And they had not been uh, declawed, which don't, name don't. itself is horrible. And I guess the practice sounds pretty terrible too. Like, they pulled the claws out? Yeah, I don't... That's I don't, awful. I don't particularly care for cats. I think it's awful. But maybe they should have little cat shoes. You know, The same way dogs should have yeah. shoes. This is why I'm all about animals wearing shoes. Is I'm a big fan of this. It's insane that dogs don't have shoes and cats, yeah. I guess, should have shoes too. Although, if you've ever seen a cat, if you put like stuff on its feet, like even just like some tape on their feet, they, they lose their minds. They do not like it. No. They do not like it at all. Now, here's the question. If you... So with a dog, theoretically, right, you could hook them while they're young, 
you could, you know, as a puppy, kind of train them to wear it, yeah. and they'd probably be okay. I mean, obviously, like there are, like there are actual dogs who wear them, like the uh, what are the racing dogs in, uh, you know, up north Alaska, that kind of thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah like, like they the wear, huskies yeah, they and, yeah. wear it. There's like a utility for it, but yeah. like it, it's possible, is right. what we're saying. Uh, the question is then, if if there was a young kitten, could it the could the kitten be trained? I would, I would think so. I mean. Or would it just be like? Do you think maybe it's just inherent? Like cats are like, oh, get off my, get off my paws. I think they just have such like a, a a sense in their feet that they they need to have that contact with whatever surface they're on. That's so I think any kind of barrier. So we need like some high tech stuff going on for the cats. Yeah, we we're gonna have to work with some scientists and get Where's some the dog? kind of you could shoes. Be like, You're just gonna wear shoes now, buddy. And they're like, okay, and they're fine. Okay. But the cat would need special kind of whatever shoes to feel the ground. It's like some kind of like superhero clothing or something like that is what it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. Because, and they're not going to do it willingly because cats don't do anything willingly. Mm-hmm. They're, it's just kind of their attitude. Yeah, they don't like clothes. Whereas dogs are like, will it please you if I wear shoes? And you'd be like, yeah, yeah I, I think you need to wear shoes. Like, so silly. I would love to wear shoes. That, that is exactly works. how I imagine dog Saudi. Now what would be interesting though is here's what I've been wondering a lot about. Like in our lifetime, do you think there will be technology that allows for us to uh, communicate with our pets? I don't know. I, I part of me is like that would be really amazing and part of me is like I don't know if I want that. That's a good that's a good uh, uh, concern to have, I think. Like uh, what if what they have to say we don't like? I know because right now there's this whole like ideology of like, oh, your pets love you unconditionally and they're always happy to see you come home. Like your dogs are so excited. It's like, what if they're not? Right. What if they're like, oh, Steve's back. Steve, fuck, he's such an asshole. Yeah. I, I mean, or if they want something and like they won't shut up about it. Yeah. You know, like what if they just keep asking for something and they won't stop? Right. You know, or... uh but at the same time, what if they did love you unconditionally? What if they did want to talk with you and you had long talks into the night or the days or whatever, and they were all of a sudden uh, an improvement well, I think that to everyone's would life? Redefine uh, emotional support dog. It certainly would. You know, you'd be like, this is some real ass emotional support. It'd probably be more effective than therapy. Oh yeah, the whole therapy industry would go Gone. down the shit. Yeah, if you Gone. want to be a therapist, forget it. You know what? We got dogs that talk now. So now here's the question: If you, if this were the case, would you talk with a cat, it, like maybe through glass, so you wouldn't have to deal with the allergy? I don't know because I feel like the whole time the cat's just gonna be judging you and like, I, I just don't trust them. I think you should be open to the cat. I at I, least talking with them. Mm, I will talk with a cat. I will sit down and talk with like any I cat. think maybe open up trade relations with the cats to kind of have some like common ground. And then move we'll do from the economics I'm first. I'm not saying it's going to be a treaty. And then slowly let some of the culture like blend back and forth and you know find some common ground. Yeah, but that doesn't happen you know, immediately. That, that, no. that, that's decades, sometimes centuries of work. It could be. You know? so it could be. If I can be a small cog in that wheel, then uh, you know, maybe, maybe I can participate in that way. I feel like we've made some progress today. I feel really positive about where we're at right now that you're willing to talk with cats like we went from like you wanting to violently remove a feline from your life to saying hey you know what 
maybe I would talk with one. Well, I've been working on a lot with my dog therapist. I think that's good. You know, I think your your dog therapist is is pointing you in the right direction, and you are fetching the right results here. I see what you did there. I like that. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the number one podcast that features both Brad and David talking. Remember to check out our sponsor, Horrible Haikus, everyone's favorite offensive poetry game, available at HorribleHaikusGame.com.